Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Finally made it. We finally got here. We are live and recording straight away. So. <laughs> I'm glad I'm live, aren't you? <laughs> I'm glad I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, okay, there we go. All right. I, Hallelujah. I feel like today is a salad day. A salad day? Why? Yeah, it's a salad day. You know, that says this is the day the Lord has made. Let us Rejoice and be glad in it. Let us rejoice. Yep. Let us. Let us. Oh, 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 oh my. Oh my. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's just that's just too corny for words, that one. <laughs> I know that was kinda that was kinda bad, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, yeah, well. no, that's. Oh well, we'll survive. We'll survive. <laughs> that's right. If if everybody didn't turn off by now, it, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like totally unspiritual, unreligious. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh gosh. That's oh well. Our challenge this morning is, of course, we've got no video, so I can't see your face, and. Um, that's and you can't right. see mine, but uh, yes, yeah, so it's snowing yeah, like crazy and it's cold, so we are having Comcast problems, <laughs> yeah. just it not was, working. I was here this morning, I stepped outside and stepped right in a poodle. <laughs> Did the cat bite you? <laughs> you know what. <laughs> This might not be this might not be working this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hyundai, Hyundai, let's get with it. <laughs> um, oh well. Wow. We actually used to teach people how to speak in tongues. Yeah. Hyundai, you know, Hyundai. I, well, yeah, well, it was show me the keys to the Honda. Repeat that really quick. <laughs> Show me the keys to the Honda. Show me the keys to the Honda. Show me the keys to the Honda. You've got it. You've got it. You know, or... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did that too. Oh, yeah. my gosh. If I think about it now, it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. yeah Should have bought a Honda, but I bought a Hyundai. Should have bought, bought a Hyundai. Should have bought a Hyundai. Oh, Hyundai. You know, I mean, it's all those ties. See my tie. See my tie. But... <laughs> It's stupid the stuff we you know we think we have to try to to make it happen yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah. So hard. Eh? Yeah, why do we do that? <laughs> you know, no, I don't think. have this big great revival and every, you know people start laughing. Well, now we got to laugh everywhere. Yeah. You know, just to make sure we sound spiritual, we got to try to laugh now. And that that way then we know the Lord's presence is near. Yeah, or yeah. cry, yeah, or, or dance, yeah, or whatever you know. The 
the uh, we used to call it the um, the chicken convulsions or the chicken cramps because people would <laughs> they would bend over, you know, and, and they would look yeah. like chickens going across the stage. And, <laughs> um, you know, they just get these they get these crunches, you know, they'd hurt. It looked like yeah. a, I mean, they bend over, you know, then they stand up and keep strutting, bend over and stand up and keep strutting. And they go, what, what is this anyway? No wonder people. <laughs> No wonder people think it's a, a fake. Well, it is. It's a religion. It becomes a religion at that point. It's not something yeah. real uh, by the Holy Spirit. It's something that we've kind of fabricated to make ourselves think that we're having some spiritual type of happening. Experience. Yeah. 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 That's it. You know, I walked into a meeting once. Well, not walked in. I was in a meeting once. And it was all leaders. It was um, a, a whole bunch of leaders. And... We were worshiping, and just suddenly it was just like everybody started clapping hands before the Lord, you know. Right. And it went on for 10, 15 minutes. People just clapped and clapped and clapped. Wow. And a tremendous spirit, you know, atmosphere of the Spirit of God just was there, you know. It was just incredible. The thing about it is the next morning the guys are trying to repeat that, you know. So let's clap before the Lord, you know. And so that won't work right. <laughs> it's just like you know you, you're missing the point it just it was a moment of clapping before the lord you know well, the, that was the, it the, the, that's what we're talking about about choreography when we talked about that before you know he who ministereth you the spirit does he do it by works of the law or does he do it by faith minister mm. of course being the work at epicorigeo which is the word we get choreography from so he who ministereth to you the spirit he who watches the choreography of the spirit does he do it by works of the law or does he do it by faith? What we're doing is yeah. watching the dance of the spirit and we're giving him to you. You know, we're, we're right. ministering him, not a, not a song, not a word, not a, we're ministering him, the person of the Holy spirit. So when we're doing that, you can't rest. It's just like, I remember we used to um, practice praise and worship songs on Tuesday nights. Yeah. And we'd get this whole, you know, I mean, we would, we would hit a, we called it hitting the zone. Yeah. You know, we'd hit the zone and boy, we'd be, we'd be just prophesying and praying and weeping and, and just rejoicing. And, and uh, then we said, man, oh man, let's use that song. And then the, the, we'll use the next song, you know, and we, so we put out our song pattern and we'd try it again Sunday morning and it would just fall flat mm. because it's called the sacrifice of praise why are you sacrificing the same sacrifice that you already sacrificed? Yeah. Why is it we have to think that we're going to go back to something that worked Tuesday when he says, remember not the former things behold, I do a new thing, saith the Lord. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, man, we just, we get so religious about stuff. And then we see everything through that particular filter and it doesn't, we don't have our minds renewed to the kingdom of God. Now the spirit of God works. Yeah, exactly. We're ignorant of spirituals. That's really what it is. So yeah. we become, we become so religiously tuned that we spiritually untuned. Yes. You know, I mean, something remarkable about Jesus that I saw that didn't fit what I'd been taught was Jesus walks into uh, the place where all the sick were, 
finds one guy that'd been laying there for 30 years, tells him to take up his bed and walk. You know, Jesus says to him, what are you doing here? He said, well, you know, I'm waiting for the angel to stir up the water. And yeah. he said, okay, well, take up your bed and walk, you know. He takes up his bed, walks, and Jesus walks out. Right. Now, at that point in time, most charismatic Pentecostals will say, the power of God is here. Preach a message. Pray for everybody. You know, forget the angels, man. I'm here. Right. And um, I am the angel. Um, I, I'm the one that's arrived. Look, 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 it's happening. But Jesus walks in, speaks to one person to be healed and walks out again. Right. It doesn't touch anybody else. And I thought, you know, that sort of struck me as that one moment of he heard his father about that one incident. Right. That one person that was ready to receive whatever. I mean, the guy was, was still waiting for an angel to stir the water. So, and he'd been there 38 years or whatever it was. And so it was just like, that was that one moment that Jesus knew that his father had spoken. He knew the pneumaticos at, of that moment and walked out again. Didn't try to replicate it. Never tried try to do it again like that. That was it. Yeah, it never says that he went to that pool again. No. And, so, you know, whether he did it another occasion or not doesn't matter. But, you know, he, how we are is just like, uh, it's here. The moment is here. You know, look, it's happened. The miracle. And, and we just jump on it now. You know, what we start in the spirit suddenly becomes religious flesh. You know, it just it, we've got to be aware and got to be conscious of what the spirit of God is doing. I we wonder if that's be. being called led of the spirit. <laughs> I, wa I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's what it is, really. Yeah. There's a. But it, 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 sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, that's where we've got to learn to, uh, you know, Paul talks about that the carnal man, the Sukikos man, has. Um, no idea of what's going on in the spirit. Right. You know, he right. he doesn't know because he's uh, he's become so carnal, and and of course, you know, tag to that is he says you you are um, still babies. I have to feed you with milk. You right. you you don't get the things of of solid food because you're still saying I'm of I'm of I'm of you know right. I, I I'm aligned with this I'm aligned with that I'm aligned with that but not with me basically or with Christ you know he says in fact he says you, you, it's even some even say I'm of Christ right <laughs> so it's just like as a person they were trying to still align with the person not not the the the, uh, the law of the liberty in Christ Jesus right. they just Went aligning with it's that. The heart of it, too. Yeah. You wonder because, uh, you know, I'm of Paul, I'm of Cephas, um, you know, I'm a son of so and so, you know, I'm a son of Sam, I'm a son of whatever, and uh, and then they all they all are saying that. Well, I'm, I'm of Christ. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah. can hear the tone of that. You know, even when he says it there in the, you know, well, I'm. You know, I don't care who you're. I'm of Christ. <laughs> you know, I'm right. top, yes, I've yes. got a five-fold hand now. I'm going to, yes. you know, put my hand down now. And just yeah. go, man, there's a there's a difference in heart attitude whenever we approach some of these things that, that I know Christ does not want us to 
move in that type of a thing. He wants us to considers, consider others more highly than ourselves. And he wants us to make sure that our hearts, he looks on the heart. He doesn't look on the activity exactly. of everything. So exactly, exactly right. And, and that's, you know, and that's where we've got to, um, because every time we align with somebody or something other than with the spirit of Christ, we're, we, we're aligning with a paradigm. We're aligning with a way of thinking. We're aligning, um, aligning with um, a thought process. And I don't want to just keep it mental, but the Bible does say be transformed right. by renewing your mind. You know, it's just like to, 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 embrace the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, we've got to align with his thinking, right, right. Not, not our natural thinking. So when you aligning yourself with a certain man's thinking or a certain denomination or a certain institution, you know, if I'm Baptist, well, there's a certain way of thinking that goes with that. Or, I, you know, I'm, I'm Church of God. There's a certain way of thinking that goes with that. You know, well, I'm charismatic. Well, there's a certain way of thinking that goes with that. And each of them come with certain certain ways of thinking, certain paradigms. Well, and people, you people know, don't that, have to know you now. They already know. They already know the thought processes and the things behind you. What's behind us? Yeah. I'm Assembly yeah. of God, or I'm Baptist, or I'm whatever. The, all of a sudden, now yeah. uh, they know what I stand for. They know the whole thinking process, like you said, behind all that. So yeah. they don't even really have yeah. to get to know me. They already know what I stand for. Uh, just like say in a political party, I'm Democrat. Well, if I know mm -hmm. that you're a Democrat, I know the platform that the Democrats stand for. So I know that you believe in those things. I know that that's, that's your right. background. That's what you believe. If I, if you say you're yeah. independent party or you say you're Republican or you say you're whatever, I libertarian, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what, I know kind of the thought processes and the thought process and the path behind all that, behind all that. Boy, I'm getting a real bad echo in mine. Are you still on? Did I lose you? Oh, there you are. Hello. Yeah, sorry. I yeah. think my, I think my, uh, yeah, my headphones had just went off. So let me let oh. me just disconnect this, and then I'll just go straight onto my phone. Sorry. That's all right. I thought you got offended at something I said. Sorry? I thought you got offended at something I said and just hung up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not not quite that. It's okay. <laughs> um, uh, let me just, now I'm, I'm having a problem with the, um, with the sound. Uh, gosh. Why is there always something, hey? Ah. Uh. It's not always. <laughs> it's not always. <laughs> just true. this morning. Just this morning we're having a little. Um... Yeah, just this morning we're having some fun. 
It is true. Um... So what type of audio are you having problems with? I mean, uh, it... Well, I can't hear you. I mean, it's I can hear you, but it's not... Um... It's not um, loud enough, you know. Oh, maybe it's on my end. No, it's it's um, it's on it's on um, very very. Well, I, yeah, I can't. It's not on on speakerphone. That's the problem. But never mind. Oh. So I'll oh. just take it off that, and I can hear you like this. Okay. Okay. Wait. Here we go. Sorry. For speakerphone, but I can't find the speakerphone, so I'll just have to hold it. The for new, now. A new phone, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's actually a new way of doing it with the iPhone, so I just, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I had the headset on, so once the headset went off, I can't find the speakerphone. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so I've got yeah, a pirated anyway. version of the iPhone, it's an iPhone, matey. <laughs> oh, oh, iPhone, yeah, a pirated version, <laughs> yeah. The pirated, <laughs> the iPhone. Oh, I get it's getting worse. Dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh god! Well, without anyway, your face sorry. standing there in front of me, I feel like I'm talking to myself in here. So, <laughs> it's a... yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. No oh, well. No. Okay, so where were we before we were rudely interrupted? I don't know. <laughs> no, we, were, we, were, we were talking about the fact of just being able to say, uh, "I'm." if I say I'm a Presbyterian or I'm a Baptist or I'm a whatever, you begin, you know already what person stands for. Yeah. So you don't really have to think or get to know them very well. In fact, it's a, almost like a preset. Um, it's a paradigm that you take on of them, of who they are before you even talk to them. Yes. Well, well, that's it. You see, and that's why Jesus said, repent, change your thinking, right? Because the kingdom of heaven is here. It's like a whole new paradigm to a whole new way of thinking, a whole new way of doing things. So it's just, you have to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So as soon as you align yourself with anything other than, the spirit of God, uh, you know, is just, you, you, you know, he says to Peter, you, you're, you're mindful or your mind is set. Right. You're of the opinion of men, not of God. I said, like, wow. Uh, you know, that is, um, yeah, that's a bit revolutionary when you come to think of it, you know, we, we, we tend to think of it in, in religious terms, but when we think of it in spiritual terms, right. Um, you know, kingdom terms, it changes the sort of. Well, you think of you bit. think of Christ as being so nice and so sweet and so you know just gushing with love, but yet he says something <laughs> yeah. like that to one of his, you know, one of the guys that he's walking with. Yeah, you know, and it's not a subordinate. It's not somebody who's, you know, it's somebody who he's walking with. He's been walking with him right. for a certain number of years, and all of a sudden he says, yeah. you know. You're not even thinking the way God thinks. You're thinking the way man yeah. thinks right now. And I don't see it as a slap, but if I were Peter, I would definitely think that, think that, oh my land, I can't believe that he's thinking that way of me. Yes, you know? exactly. And then, exactly. then I would go about trying to figure out what in the world I'm thinking because I'm, I must be, my thinking processes must be off. But, yeah. um, 
you know, our first thought, our first thought as humans is to think of ourselves. Well, I just, that's not me. I mean, <laughs> but yes, it is you. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what yeah. you're doing right now. Don't hide right. it. Yeah. So, yeah. And, not, and the thing about it is, <laughs> sorry, we're not very good at taking criticism, no matter how it comes or who it comes from. We, we don't. And that's the thing is we don't we don't like our soul confronted, you know, and right. that's part of discipleship is actually having. And the thing is, I never quite understood what the confrontation meant. But that's where Paul talks about, he says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Right. And he talks about against every thought that's exalted against the knowledge of Christ. Yeah, that's And true. so it is, is the warfare is against thinking. The right. true apostolic warfare, that, that's the thing is when, when people, I mean, now we're on to something else, but, you know, people run around calling themselves apostles because they can preach and because they've got a, you know, a whole bunch of people that do their bidding. But the fact of the matter is, is the true career of the apostolic is actually to overthrow mindsets and bring it back to Christ, back to the alignment of the Spirit of God, the kingdom of God. Right. That's what it's about. And so Jesus says to Peter that the, the part that that really got me was, he's, he says to Peter, he says, he looks at Peter and he says, you get behind me, Satan. Right. Because you're mindful, not of the things of God, but the things of men. And and the thing about it is, what he was saying is, your inspiration, this inspiration of this thinking is satanic. Right, you know? right, right. It's, it's a, what? <laughs> it <Right>. is radical. <clears throat> yeah, and speaking to, speaking to the man, or in response to the man at that point. And yeah. um, because... I know you know this, but somebody else might not know this, but the word, the Hebrew word for the word accuser or accuse is S-A-T-A-N. Yeah. So every time you're saying just the name, you're saying accuser. You're saying, yeah. you know, you're, you're telling who he is or what he did. Just like we said before, you know, I don't have to explain everything about who you are if I, if you say you're a Baptist. You know, if you yes. or if you say I'm a charismatic, I you don't have to explain everything now because now I've already I already know the whole thing. Well, same thing if you say Satan, you know, you know the whole thing, who he is and what he stands for, um, because his name used to be Lucifer. Yeah. So if you go from thou son of the morning, <laughs> you know, the Lucifer, the one full of light, the one full of whatever. Uh, I don't even know what Lucifer means at this point. I've forgotten. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah light being, being. Yeah. but the but to go yeah. from that to to somebody who's accuser now to call yeah. him that all the time throughout throughout history, <laughs> you know, you're just you're you're speaking a whole a whole world or a whole ideology behind who he is just by saying the name. Yeah. Um, so right. it, anyway, it's just it's just interesting to me how how all this stuff works together. Uh, because if I say, well, I'm an apostle now in this day and age, apostle means something completely different than it did back in the days of Paul. Uh, Cause right. Paul uh, essentially was saying, I'm just a tool in the hand of God. 
and I'm sent, I'm a foundational guy. I'm going to, I'm going to look at your foundations and I'm going to help set in order those things, which are wanting, lacking to come by. That's what I do. You know I mean? That's yeah. just, that's just yeah. how I'm used as a tool in your life. And it's not, not to everybody. Yeah. It's just to you and maybe you and, and you, but I know the measure, yeah. I know the measure that I have towards you and it's not the same for everybody. I have a different measure of entrance that I have into your life that doesn't that doesn't go across the board. But I watch to see what measure I have and don't exercise myself beyond that measure. So um, and then to think about a prophet who comes in and it's not the like you say, um, you know, thus saith the Lord. It's not that type of prophecy. This is a prophet by Jesus Hmm. Christ who comes in according to the order of Melchizedek, according to the order that's even spoken of in Jeremiah one, where it says that uh, he comes in and roots out, plucks up, tears down and destroys, and then builds and plants. He's also called a foundational man. And so he comes in and without you even really realizing that he's fussing with old mindsets and old paradigms and old foundations and rooting them out and plucking them up and tearing them down and destroying them. And then he begins the route of planting. Then he begins the route of building. But first of all, you've got to tear down some of those old things that you've, the ways you've been thinking, because every time you start to build on those things, your house doesn't turn out right. So he, Christ, by Christ, goes in and begins to pluck out those old foundational things begins to pluck out the roots and the stones and the things that got in the way and make the foundation impure and then helps you dig deep and set it upon a rock, the rock Christ. So, you know, it's just, but it's a different way. Like you said, apostles are, are the apostolic career as it's called in the, in the Greek, you know, is to go in and to contend with men's carnal inclinations to contend with the souls of men to to battle that to war it and it is a war because man's going to hang on to how he thinks is uh because he thinks he's right every man thinks he's right in his own eyes every man in his own eyes yeah so that's right and they're hard pressed to to find the alignment of of christ's um mind your your, you know in that sense because as long as i'm sincere you know as long as i'm sincere and i can spit and preach and shout and scream and sweat and and you know and have the organ playing in the background i'm you know i've got to be right um but your concepts are wrong right it's just like the the this the it it just because you you doing something, you know, in a certain way doesn't make, make it right. The the make the truth right. of the it spirit. right. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah, the make the spirit truth of, of it. your mind. Yeah. The spirit of truth. That's right. So that's yeah. a whole different thing than being so, true. Yeah. Uh, Satan even says yeah. some things that are true, even though there is no truth in him. Right. How could he say right. something that is true? When there's no truth in him, well, the spirit of truth isn't there. It's not something that that so yeah. as soon as it hits you, didn't my heart burn within me? Didn't it cause didn't it cause this uplift, this this resurrection to come in me? And now I'm changed Right from the point that seed right. hit my heart. I've become changed. That isn't the way Satan yeah. works. 
Well, that's it. And, and I mean, he does bring scripture, right. you know. Uh, the scripture says that if you throw yourself down, your, your, your foot will yeah. not be, be dashed yeah. against the stone, you know. It's just like um, the, the, the scripture right. says that you can turn these rocks into bread, you know. And so it goes, and we look at it now, you know, and say, oh, well, that was the temptation of Satan. But when it comes, you know, from, from a, uh, from, Somebody that we uh, deem to be sincere, they could be sincerely right. wrong uh, about their thinking, about their approach, about their paradigm that they're bringing it to. I said to Michelle the other day that, you know, we've had to suffer under so many wrong leaders and because of the way they do things. You know, we've, we've had to endure their their wrong paradigm um and and boy if you if you said anything about it you were deemed a uh, a rebel right. you know it's like you need to submit you know you need to you need to subject yourselves you know and just like uh, really i mean you know to me that was bullying you know that is just pure and simple controlling because uh, you just because they want to try and right. control the outcome you know and it's just no nah, it doesn't work like that and that's where we got to be careful and we've got to walk and align ourselves with the spirit of god go back to being uh knowledgeable right. not in the text but knowledgeable about the spirit so that we align ourselves with the with the pneumaticos of god right the spirituals of i got god, a call you know? the other day from um uh well, was a while back uh the other day <laughs> uh, you know, a couple months ago from a gentleman who um, was under uh, another person that, that was deemed apostolic. And uh, uh, he just said, I don't know what happened. I can't get a hold of him. He doesn't answer my phone calls. He doesn't, you know, I, I'm cut off from the Facebook stuff. I just, everything has happened. I don't know why he did this. Hmm. I did come back and, and ask him. He said, all I did was ask about why he believed a certain way about a political thing. And he said, all of a sudden, I find myself not invited to the meetings anymore and not, you know, I'm cut off. He says, I don't know what happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to try to <laughs> to try to help mend a relationship like that, you you know, the, the first thing I had, uh, had to do was just remind him of who he was as a son of God. And because... Right. You're so in some of those relationships, the linking between that person and you almost equates to the, your relationship as a son of God with your heavenly father. So it's it's yeah. uh, it's a very dangerous thing because you begin to think if this man is not accepting me, that means my heavenly father must not be yeah. accepting me. Exactly, exactly. But the fact of the matter is, it's witchcraft. Right. It's manipulation. Right. You're not going to agree with me. I'm going to cut you, know, you off we, until you finally submit or do agree. Right. And once you do, then I'll receive you back gladly. But uh, yeah, yeah, no. But you must, you must com be compliant right. to my way. You know, it's just like that. That is crazy. You know that 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 is bullying. I'm sorry. That is just, and this stuff. Is so prevalent in the right. in the church. I don't want to say in the body of Christ, but in the in the church, 
And we've got to be careful of that. You know, uh, I think I mentioned this last week, but, you know, it's like something that this year has been really important to me. I don't, in my other podcast that I'm doing with the Leadership Boost, I'm talking about, um, you know, not just, well, the, the, the scripture that really spoke to me starting this year is that blind guides leading blind people fall, right. fall into a ditch. And so both fall into a ditch, both fall into a ditch. And so it's just the Lord began to, you just not instruct me, but I just really felt this, this impulse within my spirit is to not only just talk about how to lead effectively, but how to right. be effective followers, you know, <laughs> is this don't, don't be a blind follower to a, right. to a blind leader and don't be a, a blind leader to blind followers. You know, we've got to, be able to see. We've got to have light, and light is not is knowledge, but it's spiritual knowledge. We've got to go back to aligning ourselves with with what the what the spirit of God is teaching. And I'm not just talking about woo woo stuff. Obviously, we, you know, you and I know that, but it's just for the sake of everybody else. We're not talking about you know space right. cadet stuff. It's just like it's got to be grounded in the Word of God. Is it the Word of God? Is it the spirit of the Word? And that's the important thing. You know, don't just quote me a scripture to use to get me to conform and right. comply with you. Uh, you know, that it's just, it, what is the spirit of it? Are you transferring or are you imparting the spirit right. of what the word says? You know, because that's right. what makes the difference. Yeah, because we have, we've gotten to a place now where we, we're not, we're not really thinking for ourselves or it's not encouraged. Uh, a relationship with your heavenly father apart from, the order of another relationship is not even encouraged, you know, whereas, whereas with Christ, his whole thing was, I'm going to show you the father. I'm not here to make you my sons. I'm here to, to disciple you unto your father, to let you know who your father is. And if you've seen me, you've seen the father, but, but in the meantime, you know, exactly. uh, even Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. It's not follow me for the sake of following me. That's right. So it's not conformist right, to me. Right. Right. You're not transformed into renewing no. of your mind to the following after me and my my type of whatever it is I'm doing. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I mean, and then you know, I'm telling you, Steve, that that is something that's. You know, I I don't know. I've given so much thought to this over the years um, because, you know, that's what I, and I didn't, I mean, now I'm obviously seeing a lot more than I saw before, but I began to realize, you know, when I looked at what Jesus said to Peter and, and then just how, how people do what you just described, you know, how, how leaders feel that. You know, I, I question immediately, what right. paradigm are you coming from? What is your thinking? You know, where, where, what are you aligning with to, to do this? Because it's not the Spirit right. of God that's doing this. It's, it cannot be, you know. is rejection is not. And, and that's why, to be honest, I think that's why a lot of, a lot of this generation, they look at the stuff that goes on in the church and, and um they say, we don't want this. You know, we just, we get enough rejection out there. Why should we get it in the church? I've, I've heard this so right. often, just so often, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I talked with a young man the other day, just about, I, I said, why is it um, that we've lost 
basically lost your generation. And, uh, Hmm. you know, we don't, they're not, they're not on fire really. I mean, as far as a whole generation there, they, they've had a tendency to back away from everything. And he said, he, in essence, he said, because we're looking for something real and somehow or other, whatever it is that you've been doing it, we don't see that it's real anymore. It's not applicable yeah. to our lives. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. Anyway. And the thing is, it creeps in, you know. I, I mean, yeah, I was talking to somebody this week as well, this past week, and, and, and they were saying, you know, it's just I went to one of the leaders in the church and said, just, you know, w- would you walk with me? You know, would you, would you, um, you know, would you, can I just meet with you and walk with you a bit? God just... I've got no time. I've got ha, ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. I've got no time for you. I'm just too busy. I'm way too busy, you know. He didn't even help him or redirect him or say, you know what, I'm I'm prepared to yeah, I'm prepared to, you know, make some time somewhere along the line. It's just that, you know, wrote him off and, and the guy's just going, you know what? I I've lost interest right. in their whole mission now. Because because that's the kind of and and sort of the the senior right. leader, you know, the senior pastor is, oh, doesn't no, build no. relationship fact, with anybody anyway. Down. No, you, you know, because they right. might, they might see the real and you don't want right. them to see the real, you know, ask, ask these celebrity pastors, you know, who, who, um, when nobody can see the real because they trying to hide something, you know, <laughs> just like, um, that's not right. that's not kingdom leadership. That might be world Gentile leadership. You know those exercise um, authority over you and and uh, call you call themselves your your benefactor, um, but it's not to be so among you. And and that that is just right, right. There is the philosophy for me of kingdom leadership. You know, it's just we need another generation. Steve who says yeah. it will not be so amongst us. You know, it will not be well, so like with said, we're like blind leading the blind and both fall in the ditch. If that's the case, the, um, uh, in, Acts in a ditch. Tw- uh, 17 yeah. talks about in verse 27, it says that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him. So what you're having a picture of is here, yeah. a blind man trying to feel after him kind of happily, not happily, but happily. You know, you're just, yes. you're, you're, you don't quite know what you're yes. looking for. You're kind of trying to feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. It's almost like he's right in front of our face and we're feeling all around the place trying to find him. And he's right there. And it's, it's been right yeah. there the whole yeah. time. The, the whole thing is, is written. It is written <laughs> and we still refuse to believe yeah. or we still have, well, that doesn't really work for us because it was cultural or what, whatever the statement is. You know, we negate yeah. the very word of God by our own traditions. So now exactly none of the scriptures worth any while unless experientially it, it works for me in a certain area. So now now I have a whole experiential type of a view of what God is as opposed to. As opposed to this is who I I am that I am. This is who I am, and this is the way I work. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, this is how I, this is how I do things. If you want to build, if I, I will build my church, don't you worry about it. And I'll make sure the gates of hell don't prevail against it. So, and this is the way I do it. And yet we still have our own ideas. Yeah. We still have, we still figure out, well, that doesn't, like I was told by some pastors, well, we've tried it that way and it doesn't work. So we're going to continue to do it the way we do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Over and over and over. It's not again. working. So. Well, and that's, Jesus said to those same blind guides, he says, you blind guides, you don't enter the kingdom and you forbid others or you stop wow. others from entering as well. And so, you know, the, the thing about it is, and I looked at that and I thought, you know, what, what, what does that mean? You know, and really what Jesus was saying to them is, is that you don't enter. So you don't know what it is. So you can't lead others in your blind leaders. Right. That's why they're blind because they can't bring others into a paradigm right. that they don't embrace, that they can't see that they can't, they're not prepared to embrace. So they will constantly restrict others from embracing that paradigm, you know, um, and I, I'm, I mean, I'm talking very uh, sort of in terms that maybe doesn't fit the religious kind of setup, but you know, is uh, you got to understand how I think, and so that's how I, I, that's how I see it. You know, it's just if I understand the paradigm, then that's what you know. That's what a, it's a whole new way of yeah, thinking. That's what a paradigm is. It's a yeah. it's a way of thinking. You know, so. Yeah, it's, uh, man, I, I, it just breaks my heart to hear that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, that's actually, I was going to sort of, we, we sort of moved in a direction today, but, I, you know, it's, I was thinking about the whole process again. And, and what really came to me again is, you know, Jesus said to his followers, if you truly desire to be my disciple and you must disown your life completely embrace my cross as your own and surrender right. to my ways. And, and I wonder how many people have stopped and especially leaders and, and it's going to become, you know, I, I was talking to somebody this weekend about your revival, you know, and I said, well, the thing about revival is that we've, we have a concept of revival, like you started off the conversation. <laughs> you know, we have a concept right. of the chicken jerk and, and the, the chicken strut and whatever else, as that is revival. But the fact of the matter is, Jesus' concept of revival was that. <laughs> um, if you truly desire, desire to be my disciple, you disown your life completely, right. embrace my cross yeah. as your own and surrender to my ways. You know? True. Yeah, whereas we say, okay, this worked before. Let's have a fire tunnel. Have you ever heard of those? Oh my land! No. Everybody, you stand on either <laughs> you stand on either side. It's like a it's like the thing you used to do in football or something else in a team sport, where you know you stand on either side, make a line, you know, two lines on either side, and you put this little arch over them with yeah. your hands or whatever, and you're praying in the spirit really loud and, and the person goes through and they, they feel the fire of God and they just, you know, they're consumed by the fire of God as they go through this thing. I mean, it's, but let's have, you know, let's have a fire tunnel. Let's, let's build ourselves a calf. Mm. You know, let's, let's do this, mm. you know, because yes. this is this, we had this once yeah. before, even though it was moved by the spirit before, let's do it this time. 
let's build the calf. Let's do this. We don't have somebody here to lead us. So therefore, let's. and you're just going, man, oh, man, why do we keep? I guess that's the thing that gets me is that and we're still we're still the blind. We're going to. Yeah. If we are truly apostles or sent to this people or to this place or to this whatever, um, I'm bringing something of a foundation to this thing. And if I can't see any more clearly than that, it says if the eye be not whole, mm. the whole body's full of darkness. So if I don't have right. that ability to see my whole the whole body or the whole place i'm sent to or the whole place i'm working with is full of darkness i mean that's just the way it is yeah. so yeah no wonder we all fall in the ditch yeah and you know a ditch a right. ditch describes being stuck it's a rut with it's you know they call a rut is a grave ah. with both ends knocked out and and so it's just you you constantly stay in this right. ditch of stuckness. You know, it's just like you can't see anything. You can't see. You don't have any perspective other than your little ditch. And so um, you're stuck in your traditional religious viewpoint, and you right. can't embrace anything else. You cannot see anything else. That's why you're blind. And the one thing religion right. really does it makes you blind. It makes you blind. And that's why Jesus, when he in in John chapter nine, he, he comes and he addresses that blind guy, uh, and and um, you know, when at the end when he heals the blind guy, and all the religious leaders are freaking out and everything, and and they said they said to him, you know, are we also blind? And he says, because you th you say you see, you are still right. caught up in your blindness and in your sin, you know, and 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 that's exactly what it is. Is they. You, you think you right. see from your perspective, but you don't. You know, you've, we've got to go back to aligning well, with even the kingdom ditch. of God. When we you think about to, what a know. ditch is, it's usually on the e either side of the road. So even though you may have been yes. on the way or you may have been on the road, you fell off the side of it. And now you're in a place, like you said, yep. you're stuck. Uh, you're in a place that's continuing. It may look like you're on the same path, but you're not in the way anymore. You're not on the path anymore. You're not on the road. Yeah. And it's not going to be an easy, it's not going to be an easy journey. You stay in the ditch. So, and the ditch. That's right. That's right. Whatever yeah. were, oh my full of all sorts of stuff down mm. beside the road and briars and you know right. everything was down right. in there and so you know you just it's not it's not a place where you can't lead from the ditch and i can't shout to you there's the no. road up there somehow it's yeah. got to be in the state that paul was in where follow me as i follow christ Yeah, somebody. The thing is, we'll always have, you know, even though my philosophy is, is everybody should lead, but we'll always have those that lead and those that follow. You know, is leaders shouldn't be looking for followers, but followers will follow a lead. But the thing that we've got to be careful of is that we're not blind followers. 
following any lead. We've got to measure right. the lead that we're following. Jesus said so. You know, that's what he said. He said, you know, blind leaders, blind guides, blind shepherds, you know, there's a number of translations on that, is that they lead blind right. followers. They both fall in a ditch. And so we've got to get to the place where we are discerning. Are we in a environment in, in, in an environment right. where our thinking is challenged, where our growth is facilitated, where we are being discipled to embrace um, the, the, this, the disowning of our life, our, our concept of, of perspective of life, and embracing the, his perspective and surrendering to his way that comes out of that, you know, it's just, uh, I'm trying to make it as simple as I can, but that, you know, that's basically what it is. We've, we've got to begin to say, you know, where is the life in this rather than, than my life in this or somebody else's life for that matter. I want Christ's life in this. Does it make sense? (laughs) Because you and I, you and I have batted this back and forth across the net. (laughs) you know, several times. Yeah. For years. And so, so to you and I, we're, we're talking like on the same. And even though we may see things from different, different sides or different parts of the bark of the tree, we're still looking at tree. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And the, uh, the thing is, is if this is something so new to somebody that it's, it's foreign it's almost like a foreign language. You're you're not going to understand, and it's it's something that, um, it's something we've been blind to for so long. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I we were talking about eldership uh, with this guy who is kind of one of the leaders in uh, a certain denomination, and he finally he finally got so frustrated that he said. I know that's what the scripture says. I know that's how Christ says to do it. But we have tried that and it does not work. So we're going to keep doing it the way we do it. Yeah. You think about something like that or a statement like that. um, And okay, these guys have shut down. They've decided to see it they've decided they're actually better or have a better way of doing it than Christ. So uh, the arrogance yeah. uh, that we, we tend to have uh, because as a leader, the, the way the Gentiles do it or the way we've been taught, if I'm a leader, I'm going to go ahead and lead whether I'm wrong or right. But uh, just like when I called that younger yes. gentleman here a couple of weeks ago and just ask him, you know, at that point I was letting him lead because I needed to know what he yes. knew. And so it doesn't me- mean that I'm going to always lead you or I'm going to always, I'm going to find there's differences of administration, but it's the same Lord. If you have the administration of it, I'm yep. going to come under or beside or whatever that administration and become a help i don't have to always administrate by christ in that particular thing i find out who it is that has the administration and do it it's just like walking into uh, a restaurant or something 
Um, I was talking, I've talked to several waiters and waitresses and stuff, and they said the worst, the worst customers we have and the worst days that we have, the worst customers we have are Christians and the worst days that we have are Sundays. Because they said what a person, what they do is they come in in a group and they take over and immediately they tell us what they need to do. And they start moving chairs and tables and everything else. When we have sections, we have a way that we do things and they do whatever they feel like they're supposed to do. Yeah. No, no, not at all. They don't respect the boundaries. They don't respect the wait Mm. staff. They don't respect anybody else. They believe that they are better than and they tippers of anybody. And I thought, man, that is sad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because these are people that that more than likely, if they saw the love of God, they more than likely would follow Christ. But they have not. They've they've always seen the negative. In fact, my wife works with a a lady who who says uh, there's another lady that's in the office that that says she's a Christian and says, oh, the Lord was speaking to me this morning about this, this, and this. And the next instance, she'll say, you know what? I'm the best liar that there is. I mean, I've really been trained. And uh, and this this lady says, <laughs> this, this other lady says, that's why I hate Christians. Because they do this type of thing and they're so yeah. evil yep. and conniving and slide around behind things and rules mm. and regulations mean nothing to them. And I'm thinking oh this is gosh. this is part of their foundation. This is part yeah. of this is part of who we are. And, and yet we're telling people we're a Christian and then then you go and do stuff like that. No wonder the world doesn't want anything to do with it. Exactly. Well, Steve, this is where I'd like to pick up next week. Uh, you know, I, I hope right. I mean, we don't always have to see where we go in our conversation. But I, I'd really like to talk about this whole concept of building these foundations and talking about being a follower of Jesus and what discipleship means, etc. So um, that was sort of on my heart to do do today but we well i made the direction and i didn't want to interrupt that but (laughs) i definitely would like to talk uh, yeah i'd like to talk some more about that because because what you're touching on right now is like that's really what it's about and we we are we've lost our influence in the world because of it and um and the fact of the matter is you know i was thinking about this this week is that you know these conversations that you and i have are really discipleship conversations. I mean, it's like sitting around a fire, you know, and and talking about everyday right. realities of living the, our faith, and 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 you know, what does it mean? What does it look like? How, you know, and like you said, you know, somebody that's that hasn't heard us before might not understand everything, but if they if they take you know time to listen to our conversations, that's what we're doing. Is we're bringing a whole new kingdom paradigm to your thinking so that they can begin to embrace and see things from a different angle. We're not here doing Bible study. This is not Bible school, Bible study. This is not a church meeting. It's, it's discipleship discussion. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a sharing 
the truths that have impacted our lives that that the spirit of god has revealed to us shown us over years our thinking and and through sorry it's changed our thinking and you know changed the way we do things the how we work with people it's you know i've had i've had to do so much repenting of of things from the past you know just as as I've learned, you know, grown into new areas and light has come and I by no means have all the light. And that's why I love to do it with you because I don't want to, you know, I do teaching on my own. But, you know, I, I love to do it like this because I know that there's, um, you know, the, there has to be a balance in, in my thinking as well, you know, and a balance in my, in my view and getting, you know, um, a brother's perspective in, in it that, that helps keep me do. you know out of blindness <laughs> so so um and and that's why you know and I, I really want to encourage people that are listening to us is that you know to understand is that we're not trying to preach a, a message here or to start a bible school we really it's to us it's foundational in in helping people disciple you know this is a discipleship process we don't run a program or or a or a um you know or a I don't what know, you'll whatever, notice though, you know you're some kind of um, for the faith of uh, course says. yes right and and we're challenging those mindsets you know our warfare is for right. for the the right. to overthrow the strongholds that's really what it is now doesn't make us popular, but you know that's not our our aim and our goal at all is to to have huge crowds of people. We're looking for for those that want to be discipled in their thinking and and in their heart and their life, and so they start surrendering to the ways of the right. Spirit of God. You know that's really that's what it true. is: the ways of the kingdom. So that's what this is about. So again, for those that have made it right through to the end of this conversation uh, for this today, two things is we had to reschedule because of inclement weather and internet was banned. So I resorted to this. We should maybe do this next time if it doesn't work on video. So again, I apologize for those that like watching the video. Um, we have no video today, but what oh, I'm going to okay. do, Steve, is yeah. I'll put this into a video format, um, which but it it doesn't it doesn't you know you can't um you still can't see it but you can hear it um other than so i'll stick that onto the kle page um but um yeah <laughs> we 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 don't have control over all of the technical um technological forces <laughs> involved but we uh, we will make a plan so that's why it's sunday and we don't have a video yeah that's right. But if you want to see our faces, there's lots of videos about us. <laughs> we've been we we've been doing this for over two years, so it's like okay, that we there's lots well, of us you. out there. Um, but Steve, thank you very much again for for your time, and uh, it was a great discussion again today. And uh, you know, and, and uh, let me say um, to those that are listening, hey, um, go over to the KLE podcast page, Facebook page. Pop your, your comments below, you know, tell us what, if there's something that stands out to you, um, something that's new, uh, you know, don't just, because sometimes people just write, oh, that's very true, or that's great. But, you know, we'd love to hear like that one thing that is a takeaway for you. What is that one thing that really stands out to you? One thing that speaks to your heart? And um, because it's something that we can 
focus on and and uh, you know maybe accentuate a little bit for for others as well and uh, and your questions of course you know pop a question in the in the comments and um, we'd love to hear from you and uh, or just let us know where you are listening from that would also be great we'd appreciate to hear from you all right so from Sean and Steve until next week <laughs> uh, this is the Friday slash Sunday conversation and uh, <laughs> God bless you and have a super week. Thank you.